And welcome to another episode of Attack of Opportunity. This is Jose, and as usual, with me, Andrew. Hello! <laughs> and today we're talking about bars. <laughs> I'm trying to be more enthusiastic. You told me to bring the energy up. <laughs> you did a good job. Thank you. All right, play the music. <laughs> Let's, let's talk about the bar. <laughs> Actually, wait, we, before we do that, um, let's talk a little bit about our drink of choice for today. I'm opening up my beer. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me take a... Give me, give me, give me a clue, though. It's a golden ale. Is it a... <laughs> it's not a uh, potting fence. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it a Samuel Adams? No, actually, it's it's the big wave. Oh, you found it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And when I did find it, it was buy one, get one. So, oh, snap. So that was a sign. So you bought two and got two. Actually, I got one big wave and one longboard lager. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was all Kona brewing. And I didn't I didn't I didn't want to try their Hanalei IPA because I'm just not in the mood for an IPA right now. Mm, I, hear you. I, mean, I have a lot of like more like sweeter beers, so. Um, yeah. Now it's my turn. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. That's refreshing. Hold on. I'm going to pour this. Oh, you already opened it. I didn't even hear it. All right, Andrew, any guesses? Uh, what's the color of the beer? A very, very, very dark red brown. A very dark red, red brown or brown? When I say uh, red. Mm. Very dark red. Oh, God. The foam, the head, is actually brown. Is it a lager? <laughs> uh, I mean, it is... Uh, yeah, it's in the same realm. In the same it's, realm. It's a buck. Oh, it's, a, it's a double buck, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't ever have a double buck again. Um, I hope it's not amber buck. It's not amber buck. Okay, good. Um, is it... Oh, double buck, double buck, double buck. Is it by uh, Coppertail? No. Shit. Okay, what is it? I'm it's imported. It's a cele- Celebrator double double buck. Ooh, well, imported from where? Like Germany. In Germany? Actually, mm-hmm. speaking of Germany, in the uh, last episode, I mentioned a style of beer that, um, that Belgians are known to not drink because it's drunk by old ladies. I actually want to give a little bit of a correction because I was wrong on two counts. Oh, actually, no, I was wrong on one count, and I didn't know the name of the beer, so I looked it up. Um, I have the book with me here. It's the Beer Geek Handbook by Patrick Dawson. If you have even a slightest interest in beer, pick this up because it's amazing. What's it called? The Beer Geek Handbook by Patrick Dawson. We are not sponsored by them. No, we're not. And it's a it, it's a it's a pretty small book. It's only like 170, like 170 pages, so it's a fairly light read. Um the name of it, first of all, the beer is from Berlin, not Belgium. And the name of the beer is a Berliner Weiss, uh, W E I S S E, which at the time of me reading it, I didn't know what that was. But if you go to any, like any place that sells like dedicated craft beers, they're probably, it's, it's a fairly common type of beer. 
uh, pretty popular here as well. So there you go. All right. Just nice. a little, yeah. Just want to, just want to do some fact checking on myself before someone else did it. I mean, <laughs> you're always wrong. So get used to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why you guys are listening to us. And I live with someone that's constantly reminding me of that. I said that immediately looked at the door like, oh, shit, she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For one, for one we, fucking we, we don't live in fear. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> Just start tapping out Morse code onto the microphone. <laughs> oh, wait, I've been blinking it the whole time. <laughs> I've been blinking the whole time. <laughs> oh, All right, boy. Andrew. Okay. All right. So I got my nice little imported beer and you got your shit piss. Um, <laughs> you got your Hawaiian trash water. All right. So. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's get started on what uh, people are here to listen to. Um, and it's not just our voices. Yeah, enough for, enough for the opening act. It's time for the uh the, <laughs> you know, main... the first 45 minutes about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of let's just let's just get through it. Let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. <laughs> yeah, okay. God, they're fucking talking about beer. Can we just like everyone's like scrubbing the first like like they're hitting that 30 seconds uh plus button, like okay, beer, 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 beer. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> they ever shut up. God, they're they're still fucking okay. <laughs> How is that even possible? I thought this was a D&D podcast. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it, it's eventually going to be like an hour and a half of us talking about beer. And it's like, so what do you think about dragons? Uh, I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know who uh, You know who needs uh, an ale before they can start performing? Uh, an alcoholic? An alcoholic bard, yes. <laughs> so... Um, as requested a by of plenty. I fucking knew you were gonna do that. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, the big way's making me burpy already. Oh god, I gotta ride this one out. Bro, this beer is amazing. <laughs> I'm actually not well, no, maybe it's because I had a bad experience with box, but I need I need to get back on the on the box train. Um by popular demand. Um, the majority of our fan base said, oh, what's the history behind such and such, yada, yada, yada. And by the majority of our fan base, I mean Heather. Um, <laughs> so um, so the word bard actually comes from from an old Celtic um, word mean bardos, which is poet or singer. And even further back, it comes from a ancient uh, uh, indo What's the word? Indo-European word. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this. Quaretos, which means he who makes praises. Huh. Yeah. So. Quaretos or whatever you said. Not even what, close to Bard. Right. But I think I think it's like over time. It's like it's like Quaretos and then Bardos and then Barda. And mm. then so it's like over time it, it, it like bastardized into bards. Speaking of bastards, um <laughs> <laughs> you know when Heather says the history behind it, I think she means uh the history in D D. Yeah, I can do that too. Hold on. <laughs> Come on, I get mean, on with it. I mean I can I can do I can do anything like a bard can. Um That's true. That is true. They are they they literally have a feature called Jack of All Trades. 
So the Bard was actually, if I'm reading this correctly, was a prestige class in Advanced Dungeons and Dragons 1st Edition. To become a Bard, a human or half-elf had to begin with these ability scores. A Strength, 15. Wisdom, 15. Dexterity, 15. Charisma, 15. Intelligence, 12. And Constitution, 10. Because of that, it became one of the rarest character classes. Dang. Yeah. But all he does is sing... Oh, Valley of Plenty. Well, it's a prestige class. So what so what that is, it's like it's like a Pokemon evolution. So you would start out in 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 AD and D, you would start out as a fighter and then become a bard. Mm, mm, right. Yeah. I think so. you told me about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prestige classes were interesting. They gave you something to shoot for. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wish they would sort of bring them back. Um, but they kind they kind of are and they kind of aren't in terms of like subclasses so mm. I, I mean it's it's okay it's i can i can live without it but it was just kind of cool so it's like it gave you something to shoot for so <clears throat> like like if you were a barbarian you could become an eye of grumpsh so yeah what is that that is where you become a chosen soldier for grumpsh which was the god of the orcs and you had to participate in a ritual where you would lose an eye and because of that, you would like be an even better barbarian. So, yeah, and you had to be an orc. Like you had, like your race had to be an orc. Like they were not accepting outsiders. I think it was, yeah, it was three point five. And so. all the dishes of D and D are very racist. Well, <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like early two thousands? It was a different time. <laughs> Anyways. That was 20, that was twenty years ago. Think about it. Oh, I'm telling. Don't think yeah, not uh, existential crisis. Anyways, um, so what you're telling me is that in order for you to become a bard in previous editions, it was actually a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas now you can just say, "Hey, I want to be a bard," and then your and then your DM can be like, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna get weird, man. If you're gonna do sexual things, don't look at me in the eye. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay, so there there is two things I want to um, lay out in terms of what not to do as a bard. And this is on both sides of the screen. So if you're a player, first of all, quit trying to fuck everything. That's not, <laughs> that's not cool, okay? Saying you're going to seduce the dragon is ha-ha funny the first time, maybe. But then when you try to seduce everything else, it's like, okay... Like, do you want to do you want to talk about something? Like, do you need to get something off your chest, kind of a thing. Second of all, if you're a DM and one of your players is a bard, and you go, "Oh, if you're a bard, then then you have to sing out your spells." Fuck you, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's you're putting your players on the spot. You yeah. know what? What if what if they can't carry a tune, or 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 if they can sing, what if they're uncomfortable singing in front of people on the spot like that? You also, know. Like- like doing that through like so like let's say you're good at it right and and can you imagine like every time you take a short rest and you're gonna like start singing or every time you do a spell you have to like sing it that just I mean, takes I, forever man i can understand like if you're if you're a real role play role play heavy group and you actually can sing or play the guitar or whatever and so it's like oh i'm gonna cast vicious mockery and you just like strum like a chord or something like that you know right. or it's like or it's like oh we're playing sh- uh we're sorry we're, we're playing short rest um <laughs> anyways here's short rest um <laughs> 
no like like you have a short rest so like your guys like just kind of noodling on the guitar like that's fine you know as long as long as it's not like obnoxious yeah but don't don't fucking put your players on the spot. I mean, like it's not like it's not like you would make your barbarian not wear a shirt, or you would make your warlock like make a deal with the devil. Which, depending on whose parents you talk to, <laughs> uh, we already have by playing D anD. d So I mean, so it's like why why the f- why is the bard the one it's like no you have to sing for your blah 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 it's like it, it's like it's like if 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 someone if someone's a cleric in my group i'm not gonna make them like bring out a bible <laughs> you know like that's come on is that, like a, is that like a is that like an issue that happens because like i know about the um the sexual thing from the players right like i tried right. to produce everything but well, i didn't really i didn't really what's up so i didn't really know that DMs will make their players sing. I have heard of it. I've never personally encountered it, thank God, but I've heard of it plenty of times. Huh. Where yeah, where where it's like where you know, and it, and it's just like it, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like don't get me wrong, like I I joke and like I was like, "Oh, now you have to sing everything." Well, but it was obviously like a joke and like right. You know, like uh the if you wanted to make like a like vicious mockery and you wanted to do like a like a joke or something like that like yeah you're welcome to it but i wasn't going to be forcing anybody to be like yeah you got to learn an instrument now in real life right that's, or like, that's what the nd is for for fantasy or or if it's like it, even if you rolled really high on intimidation but you didn't have a phrase ready oh you automatically fail because you didn't say anything like oh fuck, like fuck off man fuck that yeah, and I I have heard of like DMs doing that. And I'm like Jesus Christ! Like the Man. like there's there's a reason why you're stuck in adventures, like fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nah, none of that. Yeah, no, that's not cool. It's 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 very much not cool. Speaking of not cool, um, <laughs> let's get into the bard finally. <laughs> so bards, <laughs> bards, bards in five E. So my understanding of these guys, because again, I've 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 had players like run some of these. I had never played one. It doesn't really call my attention that much. Um, and going through through the handbook and the senators, it seems to be a lot of like very um, support heavy class. Mm. It does have some colleges or some things that like it makes it uh, it makes it a yeah, what's it called uh, an offensive class. But even then, it's not it's not really that offensive. I'm offended. <laughs> it's not that offensive. I mean, <laughs> uh, but, it's, but, a little, but, it's a little off tune, but it's not that. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's usually like, <clears throat> yeah, it's like a bar. Like, every time I imagine a bar in like uh, television or video games, it's always like in the background. Um, perhaps, like, I think the most. Action heavy and bard I ever seen was from Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, I know exactly what one you're talking about. You know the the the, the twins that play that thing, the like like the table guitar thing, and they're like throwing the the knives the, out from yeah, it. Yeah, like the sound are like daggers and stuff. Yeah, that was like the most like offensive. Why do I keep saying offensive? Well, I, I, I know what you mean. Like offensive not, base. Yeah, offensive base. It's not technically wrong, but it's wrong. Well, I, hate, I, mean, I, I hate the English language. <laughs> um, anyways, um, the, but that's it. Like it's usually like you know they're they're storytellers. They're they they boost you. They make you feel better so you can fight. You right. know, a next round stronger, faster. You know, 
Um, um, better, you're, you're, yeah, you're 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 the background music to the battle type situation. It's it's um, really it, the bard is really like besides the cleric. You're not gonna out support a cleric. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we get to that episode, we'll tell you why. <laughs> but but the bard is like the second best support class out of all of the classes to the point yeah. that I, I said this before in the class episode where it's like if you don't have a cleric, that's fine because you know me, I'm all about. Um, party dynamic and balance yeah. but it's like it's like if you don't have a cleric but you have a bard that's totally okay with me because the bard can pick that up and that's not oh, yeah. to say that's not to say that the bard can't um have like offensive spells and stuff like that because the bard is a full-blown spellcaster. it has actually i want to say it has a bigger spell list than the cleric does um but the cleric probably does get but I think I think it does. I haven't like gone down and like counted because I have a life. But um, you do? No. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I have looked up. I have looked up what spells um, are exclusive for bards, though. And surprisingly, it's only four spells. Everything oh. else is everything else is kind of parsed out between the rest of the classes. And in, and in fact, there's there's one spell that the bards get that only one other class has, and that's the warlock. So that's what. It's um, the spell Glibness. It's oh. a it's a level eight spell, and what it is is that you it it costs an action that lasts for an hour, and for the next hour, all of your charisma rolls are automatically fifteen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So if it if it's any situation where you had to like talk your way out or persuade or something, it's like an automatic. Yeah, let's just steamroll this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um. That being said, yeah, the the bard, um, really really good support. Uh, I, I mean, the best way I could think of them is that they're like a like a cheerleader, yeah. you know, like it, it, it. That's not that's not to say that they can't be in the front lines. There are some subclasses that does support that, but this is going to be your mid range, you know, probably hiding behind the heavier the heavier guys, you know, throwing stuff out or playing <laughs> like playing playing instruments and hurling insults because vicious mockery is one of the only is one of their exclusive spells too they're the, only, yep. they're, they're the only ones that get that base level one now i don't know about subclasses and bonus spells and stuff like that but you know level one you're the only one that gets vicious mockery which yeah. is which is actually pretty awesome have you have you read vicious mockery yeah yeah my players used to use it all the time oh it's all the time the damage is kind of like but um, but the fact that it gets a disadvantage on attack rolls after it's, that, it makes it very inconvenient. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's you're not. You can kill people with vicious mockery, and if you do, more power <laughs> to you. But it's supposed to like it's supposed to whittle down your enemy. Like this is right. this class as a whole is supposed to be like buffing your party while simultaneously taunting your enemies. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like a morale shifter. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah the, the, the one thing I noticed though, as I was going down through the list, is that they are really, they really are the jack of all trades. Like, if you're smart, you can have a lot of proficiencies. And uh, yeah, it's it. And I was I was reading the class features, and it at first at first I was like, wow, there's really not that much going for bards. But then it, you know you you, you kind of realize that's more of like a it, there's not that much going for them. That means it's more of a blank slate. You can build on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, a lot of other classes are like, okay, so these are the things that you get, but they're all based on like, oh, this is a this is a strength based 
mm-hmm. subclass. So it's all going to be attacks and like extra attacks and uh, damage spells or whatever. Right. But a lot of these is just very much like, oh, you already have four proficiencies uh, here. Have three more. You right. know, like and then, oh, you want to do this? Yeah, sure. You can do that. And you can do this, too, as well. And it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I dig it. Uh, I, I am still not convinced that I want to play a bard. But well, I see the appeal for sure. We'll see. We'll see if by the end of the episode, you you will. Um, and I think I think one of the beautiful <laughs> things about the bard is that it's in terms of like the quick builds, like what it's suggesting you put your stats into. It's very simplistic. It's just charisma first, dexterity second. Yeah. Which because dexterity, obviously, it's it's going to be used for like finesse weapons and range weapons. That means even even if your charisma, I'm oh, sorry, even if your other stats aren't that great. Um, you're, you can still like, I wouldn't say go toe to toe in melee combat, but you can definitely hold your own. Yeah, for sure. You're not completely useless like the wizard. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) I mean, it really, it really is a situation where if, if, if the wizard's within punching range of anybody, it's, it's, it's it's pretty much dead. (laughs) (laughs) And, And because charisma is also. It, because charisma is your spell casting um, ability, naturally that's going to be your highest. But that gives you a ton of leeway in terms of like role playing. So I mean, so you're gonna you're gonna be surprisingly good in combat outside of spells, uh, really good in combat with spells, and then very good in role playing situations. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, something I noticed too is like is very leveled, mm-hmm. and that's you know? and that's. And that's why I put it where I did on my list because like it's not my favorite class, but I have to give credit where credit is due on the fact that it just has so much utility just all around. It does have a lot of utility. Yeah. So let's get into this. Again, another another, another class that says put points in the dexterity, but here's a long sword. <laughs> Like what the hell? Because <laughs> why? Why not, Andrew? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do a rapier. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. But 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 it. Uh, but like in the rogue episode, it's like, oh, you have proficiency with, with longsword, but your starting equipment is like a rapier or two knives or whatever. <laughs> but then but then it's like your proficiency is longsword, rapiers, and short swords, and your starting equipment is a rapier or a longsword. And you're like, and you're like, why the fuck am I going to use a longsword? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> like it's not a finesse weapon so like that immediately exactly and if and if you're not two-handing it the rapier is obviously going to be the the better choice because why not yeah so So let's let's get down let's get down to business to defeat Um, the huns is this gonna be defeat the nuns what (laughs) 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 defend me daughters when I asked We're for the hoes, <laughs> what the fuck is this? okay? This is the bar episode. We have to sing. Why are you singing about Catholic school? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that Jose, Jose, do you have something you want to talk about, man? No. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, like any good Catholic boy, the first thing you learn is spell casting. Yes, like any good Catholic boy, the first thing you learn is how to use sorcery. <laughs> right, that's what the cool kids are doing. Right. 
Um, uh, very simple stuff. I mean, you start with like two cantrips and two uh, level spells. Well, no, no. You start out with two first level spell slots, but you know four spells. Right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, it tells you in the book to, it recommends that you start with dancing lights and vicious mockery. You can't um, tell me what to do. Well, no, I'm not saying you can't. Uh, vicious mockery is kind of a like gimme. Like if you're if you're playing a bar, you're not using vicious mockery. I mean, it's like <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yes, that's the eldritch blast for the bard. Yeah, pretty much. It's it that that's your go-to. Um, I think personally, maybe friends would be a better cantrip, but that's just me. Or maybe even minor illusion, depending on is what it, college you're going for. Is it because you don't have any friends in real life? <laughs> That's why, play, that's why I play fantasy games. My character has friends. <laughs> you got too real. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Just reel it back in. <laughs> um, and then also, right at the start, you get your main uh, butter for your bread. Uh, bardic Inspiration. Yes. Bardic Inspiration is pretty damn cool, actually. Yeah, it's essentially what you do. <laughs> Um, it's it's a sort of not quite a bless. Like it's better than a bless, but not really. <laughs> yeah. So bardic inspiration is you get to inspire a creature essentially. Yes. And they can add they can add one d six to any ability checks, saving throws, or attack rolls mm-hmm. for the next ten right? minutes. For the next ten minutes. Oh, yeah. so it keeps going. Uh, no, it says once within the next 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Once yeah. within the next 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's um, not like, it's not like in this next turn, you have to use that bard against spread. You do have like, you know, chances to. Okay. So, which I mean, a D six, that D, I mean, a D six is a D six. You can't, especially at level one. Yeah. You can't complain. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and that's and a lot of the things that we're going to go over are based on the bard inspiration die hit die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so this it's is like your, your your meat and potatoes. It's kind of like the superiority dice for the fighter. Yeah, where, where exactly. a lot a lot of well, a superiority dice for the battlemaster fighter. Sorry, cha- sorry, champion. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's another reason why people don't play you. Uh, wow, wow, Andrew. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> champion fighters are like the most like boring vanilla. <laughs> like, you know, it's okay. We'll talk about that in the episode. Yeah. Which is like, no, the next episode's Paladins. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so start, yeah, starting at level one, you get to use Bardic Inspiration equal to a number of times as your Charisma modifier, which should be pretty good because, you know, Charisma is like your starting kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and obviously, you want to play something that has like a lot of Charisma. Yeah. Like, like a race. So, a Half Elf is the easiest suggestion but if you want to go crazy with it, you can go tiefling or maybe even dragonborn if you want to go really crazy with it i mean uh, most most parts that i've seen is always it's always a tiefling. half orcs <laughs> wait no <laughs> i mean why not it's a tiefling. <laughs> yeah yeah most bards are tieflings um wait did, cool wait hold on did they get something to their intelligence or is it just wait a minute what <laughs> what what do what else is it is it intelligence and charisma that's what they get uh, for tieflings i think so yeah i mean because that's like that makes it a really obvious choice if that's do do boop boop uh yeah no actually your intelligence score is increased by one and your charisma score increases by two wow they actually don't get a a physical attribute that's huh that's actually kind of 
Huh. All right. That's a cool man. Eh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I. Every time someone plays a tiefling, I'm like, oh my god. Okay. Why? Why? Do you, why not let people enjoy things, Andrew? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't. I don't care about your edgy, try-hard, like I'm a demon, like kind of guy. Demons are fantastic. Keep keep playing your stupid humans. I will keep playing my stupid humans. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I will with my plus one to everything. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, and then we move down to. Uh, at level two, you get Jack of all trades. Literally Jack of all trades. Yes. You add half of your proficiency to any ability everything. that doesn't. Well, not everything. The ones that don't have a proficiency bonus already attached to it. <laughs> so everything. <laughs> I mean, you have proficiency with everything. But some of them will have two plus two instead of plus one. That is so, that's so weird to think about. Like <laughs> a bard is like a. Like needs to make like oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Wait, is religion a, a check in five E? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, we play five E every I, Wednesday. No, because I keep, I keep, I keep like my 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 brain is like confusing three point five with five E because there's a lot there's a lot of like crossover. So I'm wow. sorry, I'm getting old. Wow, Andrew, it is in your mind. A little bit, a little bit more every day. <laughs> so, but yeah, so so uh, half of your proficiency, which I mean, what what's your what's your your proficiency is like what? Well, you plus, start with two. Yeah, plus so, two. So plus one to everything is really you know. It's like having a human. Yeah, oh my God. more useful. <laughs> it's like it's like having a human that can see in the dark. <laughs> It's like having a human that's not dead weight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show this episode to Howard. <laughs> he what? he he listens to our episodes. Ah! <laughs> but, well, at least he, or at least he pretends to. But it's like it's like think about it. it. Okay, so so if we're if we're going by what the rule books say, you went to a college, like a bard went to a college. So uh, that that's that's like assuming like academia and stuff like that and lecture halls. Yeah. So why the fuck would they be good at survival? <laughs> <laughs> they took they so they took a class and they remember like the basics like survival one on one. They're just they're, they're just good enough to like like maybe not die in the first day. <laughs> they dated a druid girl for a couple of years. <laughs> They were really into it in that really awkward stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she she was able she was able to score him the really good shit and call it. <laughs> so you know that shit that grows in the Feywild. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all like rainbow and crap. <laughs> oh, man. This is how we take we get taken down. We're not talking about anything. I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's true. So. Uh, also, besides Jack of all trades, you get Song of Rest. Yes. So, Song of Rest is uh, when you're doing a short rest, you can add a D6 to the uh, HP that that people recover. And, right. when, and when you level up, that increases to a D8 at 9th, a D10 at 13th, and a D12 at 17th. So, Which that, my- could, that could be pretty helpful, especially at level 2. 
Yeah, earlier levels, that's going to be really helpful because that, that six, that's like a whole wizard's health if they have good, <laughs> if, if, if they have good constitution. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like as it levels up, it's not going to blow anyone away, but it's still like I'm not going to knock like an extra potential yeah. 12 health at 17th level. You know, that, yeah. that, that could be a situation where, you know, we need to take a short rest, but I'm only I only have one like hit die left and yeah. but but i'm down like 40 points so then the bard you know does song of rest and you know it's not going to completely close that gap but it does get me a little bit closer to where i'm comfortable going out and getting my shit rocked by a by a lich so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so yeah and 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 I was gonna say, wait, does it come back at a short rest or a long rest? But it says <laughs> in the text, you use it at a short rest. You use it at a short rest, Andrew. Andrew, are you even reading anymore? Huh? Are you even reading anymore? No. <laughs> I, I I read this this morning to like refresh myself, and that's where wow. I got the that's where I got the idea for my Warford barge. So, oh my god, we'll talk about that later. No, we're going to talk about that right now. No, uh, Andrew. This is your 20th <laughs> character for Avernus. We it's, haven't even gotten Session Zero. It's not. It's like, realistically, it's like my sixth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your sixth. It's my it's, Okay, hold on. If we're talking with or without backstory, <sighs> with, with backstory, it's my fourth. Without backstory. How many, like, how, many with, how many with paperwork do you have? So far, None. <laughs> but that is subject to change before this episode publishes. <laughs> All right. That's the only thing. I haven't put pen to paper yet. <laughs> so that's the only thing that's like, I'm not crazy, guys. I just have a lot of ideas. <laughs> you have one for each player. I know. <laughs> I have like one for each class. That just means I'm excited. <laughs> you should be appreciative. You know, I am appreciative. <laughs> I'm just not appreciative of you changing your mind every two seconds. I I have inspiration. Okay. <laughs> I am so sorry that I'm I'm I want to you this is fun for me. Why are you telling me not to <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I appreciate your characters. Look, this is the only thing that gets me through the fucking day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Al- alcohol doesn't even do it anymore. <laughs> Just if the if the group chat had any fucking clue how many times I changed my mind. <laughs> they do not. They know you have a lot, they just don't know how many you actually have gone through. And it's and it's funny because you can see in like the group's faces like the dawning realization that oh my god, Jose was not joking. <laughs> <laughs> he was he wasn't he wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> he, if anything, he was underselling it. <laughs> so. Oh shit! All right, so, okay. song of song of rest. You get one d six when you take a short rest. Yep. And then at level three, we get to pick your college, which we'll go over then in a little bit. Yep. And um, and and the colleges are it's a, it's a very even split. Yeah, one yeah, one sure. is one is spell casting. The other one's fighting, melee yep. fighting. So, yeah. but yeah, we'll get into that. And then you get expertise at level three also. You don't just like everybody else's. You double two of your skills proficiencies. Well, not by everybody else's, but like other expertises. Uh, yeah. And then also you get ability score improvement, which is fine, whatever. And then well, level well, five, 
Well, hold on, hold on. For expertise at third level, you choose two of your skill proficiencies and double it. And then at level 10, you can do another two skills. So, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then at level five, you get Font of Inspiration, which, which, means, which means you regain all your bardic inspiration after a short rest, not a long in, rest. Instead, yeah, exactly. So, um, well, and also not a long rest, but you know. Right, but it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, then, if you're gonna be that guy, it's like it's like I'm gonna take a long rest. No, oh, but you didn't say you regained your bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him. <laughs> Good. Um, like, like how? Like how? How much of a dick are you gonna be? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So, and then level six counter charm. I love this ability. Yes. <laughs> so counter charm. Save, save for the people in the back, Jose. Counter charm. What is it? No, what is it? Oh. oh. <laughs> um, you start performing, and then creatures around you essentially, essentially, uh, gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. They have to hear you to gain this benefit, which means they can't be incapacitated. Right, right. So you're now, you're doing your things. Now, when I read that. What immediately pops into my head was the group is fighting like an adult dragon. Let's say it's an adult white dragon and it uses its fearful presence and everyone's starting to get frightened. Suddenly here comes the bard power sliding like in front of the dragon pyrotechnics start going off like behind him, like the, like, like, the, like the sparkler fountains kind of a thing. And he starts playing eruption by Van Halen. <laughs> right. And it's to the point that like the spotlights are on him and he's like fucking sweating and like some of the sweats falling on like, the, <laughs> on, like the neck of the guitar. And then, and then he's done. And then he stands up and he's like, all right. <laughs> and everyone's fine. It's for, it's for one minute, right? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, why the fuck not? The entire time, the entire time during that adventure, he was playing shit like The Sound of Silence by Simon <laughs> Garfunkel. But just for this one moment, this one moment, he plugs in the loot. <laughs> it's like the little pocket amp that he has. So. And then everybody, nobody else is uh, frightened or charmed anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fuck, I fucking wouldn't be. <laughs> um, and then you skip four levels and you get magical secrets. Mm-hmm. Which, which means, you, oh, sorry. Oh, you get you get to pick two spells from any class, any class. <laughs> I like how it says you get to pick two. Uh, you get to pick two spells from any class, including the bard class, if you so choose. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why would I do that? <laughs> first, yeah, why exactly would you do that? Because. <laughs> Because by the time you're level 10, you would know 14 spells. Right. And and by the time you're level 20, you would know 22 spells. So it's not like at that point, you're going to have so many spells, you're probably not even actually going to know what you're going to do with them. Yeah. You know? I mean, especially if you're someone like me who, like, sees the utility spells and like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I guess I'll pick that up. That might come in handy. <laughs> where, 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 where otherwise I'm like, fireball? Hell yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, at level 10, yeah, you're right. You have a shit ton of spells. Right. And and there's no reason to not, I think, hold on. I don't think they get, like, a spell like Find Familiar or anything like that. Which, if they get a familiar, 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me look at the spell they don't get. Jose, are you still with me? Yes. Okay. I just couldn't tell if you were like not there. No, no, I'm here. Okay. Oh, they do. You know, morning. What's up? You know, it's weird. Like, I don't know. It, it skips from level 10 to 20 until you get something new. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's your colleges are going to. Even that. It's only at level 14. Yeah. I, I was going to say to, to a lesser degree, your colleges kind of fill in that gap. But yeah, you're right. There is really not a whole lot that. um. Well, like I said, because because it is such a such a dedicated spellcasting class. I, I I think they did that so it wouldn't be like completely overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you, you're you're cool with your guitar or whatever, but you can't be that cool. Oh, you know what? I just realized something. The bards get all of the power words. Huh? They actually they're the only ones that get the <laughs> the spell power word heal. Wow, I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, but not even the cleric gets power word heal. Because he can't sing, Andrew. That, yeah. No, it's just... <laughs> or, really... or, or rhyme. Well, I mean, it's like... You know what power heal, power word heal does? Uh, no, the specifics. It, it heals you for literally everything. That's a lot like, of healing. Like, if you are level one... Or, sorry, if you're at one HP and you are riddled with diseases and, like... You know, like paralysis and stuff. Power heal, boom! You are literally as good as new. What what level is it? It's it's a it's a level ninth spell. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, or sorry, can, a, ninth, a ninth level spell slot. Well, you can only use that at level seventeen. So yeah, gotta make sense. Yeah, but I mean, still, that's that's pretty pretty good. Level seventeen, Andrew. Okay, but also at level seventeen, you also ca- you can also uh, cast power word kill. Who the which- fuck is gonna be doing? Anything at level 17, not us. <laughs> that, that's an episode for a later day. <laughs> where, where we talk about how Wizard of the Coast are fucking cowards. Oh, man, I can't say that too loud. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, trying, we're trying to be on their good side, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cowards. <laughs> Shut uh, up, Andrew. What are they going to do? See, see and us? It's fine. <laughs> That's, yes. exactly, that's exactly what they're gonna do. <laughs> Next episode, we regretfully uh, have to inform you that we are done talking about D and D. Now we're moving on to beer. <laughs> um, it starts in the year ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. Um. So let's I mean, keep we, going. I, I mean, we can't talk about Warhammer Forty K lore. No, <laughs> Andrew. Oh, fine. That's an episode for another time. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. We're, We're talking about Bart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So at 20th level, um, when you roll initiative, when you roll initiative and you have no Bardic inspiration, you get one. Oh, is it one? I thought it was all of them. Nope. It says you regain one use of Bardic inspiration. Well, that's fucking useless. <laughs> it's just like, you know, here you go. Like someone like flips <laughs> a coin your way. <laughs> just want it. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, Bardic Inspiration at level 20, it's a D12, so I don't know if that's really... I mean, that's... That, that, for your other skills, though. I can see that being... 
if you want to have like a really dramatic moment where it's like, I have one bardic inspiration left and the barbarian is going in for the potential killing blow. However, he is like being hit by all these status effect spells. So, you know, I got it. I, I, you know, I got to give him this like clutch moment and just like play my heart out and, and give him that extra D 12. Ah, shit. I rolled two. Um, <laughs> well, good luck with that. That's all you get, bro. Sorry. I, I did my best. <laughs> these these strings are old. They're stale. <laughs> I haven't changed them in over a year. Yeah, because because our fucking roadie's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, all right. So, so that's that, so that's all the basic stuff. Yeah. Now let's move on. Let's move on to colleges. And not a lot of stuff. It's literally. Uh, like like a page and a third for for everything the bard gets. Yeah, yeah, it it really is. And it's so, even it's even worse because of the colleges. <laughs> what I said, it's even worse when you get to the colleges. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> so so let's 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 get going. So the first one, College of Lore. Yep. This is going to be the one that is uh, about spellcasting. You are, you're the bard that even though you know how to play an instrument, you actually studied. Um, yeah. You know, you're that bard that learns how to play something besides Wonderwall. And oh, Wonderwall, though. All the girls <laughs> like it. Uh, <laughs> you're that bard that also learned how to play one by Metallica. So, <laughs> so you're impressing everybody. <laughs> God, God, I fucking hate that. <laughs> like, I hate that. That's so true. <laughs> um, but I really like how the um the flavor text for College of Lore says, um, when the applause dies down, the audience members find themselves questioning everything they led to be true, from their faith <laughs> as a priesthood to the local temple to their loyalty to the king. <laughs> It's, just, it's like that immediately makes me think of oh, what was the 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 Sinead O'Connor thing where where she like ripped up a picture of the Pope on stage or some shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? No, there was. Oh, it was a huge controversy. I want to say it was like mid 90s and Sinead O'Connor was performing. If you even know who Sinead O'Connor is, because she's completely fallen off the face of the earth. And and she said something. She said something like, you know, like you know, death to all pigs or some crap like that and took out a picture of the then Pope and like ripped it up and crap like that. And that like kind of ruined her career, you know, uh, it, I yeah. did. I did. Yes. I know who this is. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I mean, not in so many words, but that's kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a Saturday night live. Damn. It was Saturday night live. Yeah. You're right. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not what took out your career. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people's careers die on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so, oh man! But this is this is the this is probably the most typical like kind of bard. You know, the guy yeah. that goes goes around tells tales. Um, you know, weaves magic with his music. Fun fact: bards are not only just lyricists and poets; they're also genealogists. Huh. Yeah, they have to know they have to know the genealogy of whoever monarch they're dealing with or something like that. So Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can put that one in the bank for you. So <laughs> they're gonna use it. 
that one's free. Uh, Thanks. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what do you get with the College of Lore at level three? At level three, you gain uh, bonus proficiencies, which means you gain proficiencies with three skills of your choice. And at level that's three... That's that you already have like five of the skills. Yeah, this is... This is a class where you're going to have proficiency. I mean, if you're really, really smart, you're going to have proficiencies in a lot of things. Almost everything. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's that's kind of the appeal of a bard is that they get proficiencies and it. I mean, just talk to your DM, be like, hey, is this going to be like a... Like, are we going to be like out in the woods a lot? Okay, I'm going to dump my proficiencies in like survival and stuff like that. So... So somehow the dude with the guitar can out like out forge the ranger for food. God, what a fucking thumb in the eye that would be. <laughs> just man, like, this, this reminds me of the festival I was on last year, man. There was no food and running water. We had to find stuff. Yeah, man. It was like a real fucking like spiritual experience, man. I get like <laughs> fucking closer to nature. Oh, I, was a lot of, I was on a lot of shrooms. Then. <laughs> you want some? I still have some left over. Yeah, man, and then that—that's when you realize that we're like we're all part of the same consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> all the planes are one. Yeah, man. Like, what, what even is like the plane? <laughs> man, like, like you, like you're talking about reality, and that's like a concept, dude. Like, why are we? Even, why are we even dealing with gold? It's just shiny rocks. This is, this is all. This is all made up by the man, man. Yeah, man. They just fucking like want you to believe their spell <laughs> slots, man. They're trying to hold back our, our capabilities. <laughs> oh God! Please, what please, 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 Man, what the hell, man? What are we going to hell for, dude? So stupid. What is it? You know what is hell is just a place, man. War is hell, you know? Yeah. You know what's like really hell, bro? Like f- fucking Saigon in 72. <laughs> that was warm. I mean, that was hell, man. I wasn't there. I wasn't even born. I was born in 89, but like whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> are you already writing this one down? A little bit. <laughs> He's the guy that like that's like it's like check out my new jam and it's like a fucking twenty minute long like psychedelic rock song that goes fucking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's like it's it's about the Nixon administration. <laughs> but 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 there's not a single word in that. <laughs> and the and the half orc barbarian's like the what? <laughs> Like you wouldn't fucking get it, man, because you're not awake like I am. <laughs> Be woken, man. I've been asleep for three years. <laughs> you guys want some Molly? I love how these students are completely out of like the the setting of the adventure. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know, man. I fell asleep and I woke up here, dude. I'm just yeah. playing along to see where it goes. <laughs> Dude, I took some fucking badass in and I showed up here, man. It's a fucking orc, man. What the hell? This thing's not real. <laughs> Boulder Gate, yeah, I played that video game. It was great in the early 2000s. Man, I knew I shouldn't have smoked that fucking pill, bro. <laughs> He's just completely self aware of everything. 
the hell, man? What? what? Is, this a, is this a portal to hell? Why are we going to hell, dude? It's so nice up here. Oh, shit, dude. I rolled really bad on my roll. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, in character? <laughs> the big evil demon is just like, what, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> dude, I just rolled like a two, man. Your AC is probably like 17. My, my what? Sorry, man. I'm like really fucking hungover from last night. <laughs> he for some reason always has like a pipe. <laughs> he, he has done every drug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think I so, saw Faye. Three. <laughs> I think I saw Faye while I was high on DMT one time, man. It was like fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> would, what? He, what? Why does he keep playing the same song? He would be the bard that is doing the guitar like mouth harmonica combo, yeah. <laughs> like really obnoxiously. He carries he carries the guitar like upside down on his back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? He plays it upside down because it's like what fucking Hendrix did, man. He was a fucking rebel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have your draft card? I burn mine. The government fucking took him out, man. He knew too much. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, fucking A. All right, so, so level three. Uh, Cutting words. <laughs> what? That, that was fucking off the rails, man. Speaking <laughs> of rails, bro, you want some nose candy, man? It helps you perform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be the only podcast episode that's gonna have like an explicit title just because we're talking about <laughs> drugs. <laughs> and you're cutting words. <laughs> All right, so cut. I wrote words. down. I wrote down. You make fun of someone and they cry for one d six. I actually saw it as like, <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, you, you, okay. So hold on. <laughs> before you think one of bitch damage. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the jokes, um, so, so what cutting words does is that it, um, you use your. <laughs> God damn it! You use your bardic, <laughs> you use your bardic inspiration to subtract um, from a creature's attack roll, ability check, or damage roll. Right. So, uh, you know what I did? It just it just made me think of like of like you know uh, like like the lich is like trying to cast a spell or something like that, and. And the bard is like, Sphincter says what? And, then, and, then, and, then, and Lich is like, what? And it's like, ah, what do you say against that? And you hear Howard in the background is like, got him! <laughs> Fuck you! What <laughs> <laughs> d6 bitch damage. <laughs> and just like a single tear rolls down their cheek. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a lot. But eventually, it'll evolve into a psychological problem. <laughs> you miss with your attack. You know what else doesn't miss you? Your dad. <laughs> the lich stops and just goes. It's it's literally the meme of jazz music stops. 
Oh God, you can be so mean if you're a bard. This oh, is yeah. why, this is why I love like <laughs> you know what? I love this class now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. Right, let's move on because we cannot do another three hour episode. Well, I mean, we shouldn't have gone forty five minutes talking about talking about like the dude's mind opening experience. <laughs> All right, level six. What do we get at level six? Additional magical secrets. You get yeah. to learn another two spells. Another two spells. So yeah. So if, if you're playing, well, I mean, first of all, this is at level six. So yeah. I love so level six, which is fairly early on. Um, you're you're going to learn an additional two spells, and then at level ten, you get another two spells. So you get a whopping four spells out of any class of your choice. That's pretty bomb. That's actually really good. Yeah, um, especially because it's going to use charisma as your spellcasting modifier, obviously. So, how do you justify using charisma to cast fireball? <laughs> <laughs> My mixtapes on fire, man. <laughs> It's just it's just like playing the guitar really fast and like and like your fingers catch on fire. Oh, that would actually be a really good way to like like do burning hands where it's like he's oh, just like yeah. strumming it fast and he just tilts the guitar forward and just <laughs> Star Power, do Star Power. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you gotta tilt the guitar up, man. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no my, my my little accelerometer thing doesn't work. You gotta hit the select button. <laughs> What is this dude talking about? The rest of the party is very confused about everything this guy says. Don't worry about it, man. We played a lot of that in intro to economics class. It's pretty fucking cool, bro. <laughs> oh, now I want to play a drug band. Me too. I miss rock band. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways. <laughs> level 14. Peerless skill. Okay, so uh, starting at level 14, when you make an ability check, you can spend one use of Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Roll Bardic Inspiration and add the number roll to your ability check. You can choose to do so after you roll the die for your ability check, but before the DM tells you whether you succeed or fail. So at first, you're like, oh, that's stupid. You know, like, that's kind of what Bardic Inspiration does. No, no, no. Because Bardic Inspiration is for other people. Now you give yourself that little bit. Now you're giving yourself that motivation. You're digging right. deep. <laughs> and, like, and you're like, wait, maybe the strength I need was in me this whole time. Oh, man, <laughs> and get, you start to believe get, in yourself. Get yourself together, man. Just like in Woodstock. We'll be fine. Yeah, man. Fuck it. <laughs> You remember when like the fucking who came on and like they were playing like love rain over me and like the sun came up and it was like fucking sick, bro. <laughs> who, who the who what? No what? No, the fighter right next to him. <laughs> the what? No, the who, man. <laughs> Andrew, please, please play a self-aware character. <laughs> The dude is so out of his mind that he's aware he's in a D&D game. When he when he's going to be a guy that has his own version of the book for the campaign and it's like and it's like yeah man the city map says that like <laughs> the blacksmith over here. <laughs> But we have to go on a quest for a verse to get our swords forged and silver, so we might as well just want to go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did you know this? Are you some kind of god? <laughs> <laughs> he was 
sandals through the whole game. That would that would actually be a really good. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it for like a big adventure that you're looking right, forward right, to. Right. But that would actually be a really good way to justify like the DM has the book that you're running it out of kind of a thing. And like, and like as long as you're communicating, like if <laughs> like Heather want to run Ghost of Salt Marsh, I have Ghost of Salt Marsh. So like I could like play like a self-aware character like, no, man, we can't go on that ship yet. We have to, you know, go over here to the other side of town. But, you know, we have to prompt the quest first. So let's go talk to them. And blah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so one college down. Yeah, that was the college. <laughs> that was the college of lore. Um, so essentially, this dude is just a spellcaster. He's really good with his words, and he can he can just get shit done. And he did all the drugs. And he did all the drugs. He's very open minded. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. College of Valor. Hold on, just a second. Give me a second. Hold on. I- <laughs> you need to breathe. Uh, so. College of Valor. Yeah, let, me, a, let, me, let me read the flavor text. Huh? Yeah, yeah, by all means, go ahead. <clears throat> Bards of the College of Valor are daring scouts whose tales keep alive the memory of the great heroes of the past and thereby inspire new generations of heroes. These bards gather in meat halls, mead halls, mead. or around no. great bonfires to sing the deeds of the mighty, both past and present. They travel to the land, of, to, the land to witness great events of Grace events firsthand and to ensure that the memory of those events doesn't pass from the world. With their songs, they inspire others to reach the same heights of accomplishment as of the heroes of old. This is literally Dandelion. Yes. A valley like, of plenty. A like, valley of plenty. And that's, okay. <laughs> that's what's wrong. <laughs> this, this is... I don't want to say the better of the two, but I see a lot more people playing College of Valor more than, Col- than College of Lore. And that's only because it's a lot more versatile because, it, you know, a, a bard is already a spellcaster. So the lore one just kind of leans into that a little bit more. Yeah. But the College of Valor, it's it, 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 it evens the spread out a bit. Right. So, so, so right, right at the gate at level three. You get proficiencies with medium armor, where before you only had light armor, uh, right. shields, and all martial weapons. <clears throat> yes, sir. Which, I mean, actually, you know what? Hold on. Now that I think about it, is there a finesse weapon that's better than the rapier? I, I don't, don't think so. Yeah, I really don't think so. So it's like, okay, cool, thanks. I mean, the the, the medium shields are is handy. Like that, I, I mean, the medium shields. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> the medium armor and shields, in of themselves, is pretty handy. So I would say probably just that alone makes it worth it. Um, yeah. But I'm looking at weapons. Let's see. No, no, no. The rapier is the best one. It does one d eight, whereas all the other ones do one d one d six. So. Yeah, rapier is pretty much the best finesse weapon. I mean, unless you want unless to get... There's something I'm missing. No, I'm not. Well, it says martial weapons, so that means you can use ranged weapons as well. Mm. Martial range weapons. So that does give a little bit of extra oomph. Um, but I mean, other than that, unless you want to get real crazy and pick up a lo- uh, like a great sword, I mean, mm-hmm. you could. <laughs> so I'm not going to knock it. I mean, maybe you're playing a half-orc bard. That's true. 
I mean, you rolled really good for your stats and you want to use that, you know, that half orc crit, brutal crit, uh, critical. So yeah, by all means, you know, Hey man, you do you, whatever makes you happy. It's D and D. You can do literally anything. It's true. So, and also at level three, they get combat inspiration, which I think is awesome. Um, at third level, you learn to inspire others in battles. A creature that has bardic inspiration die from you can roll that die and then add the number to a weapon's damage roll it just made. <laughs> yeah, and then they get a bonus to their to the AC. Yeah. Alternatively, when attack roll is made against a creature, you can use a reaction to use the bardic inspiration and add the, the bardic inspiration AC to that attack. Um, that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An extra D6 all the way up to an extra D12 is nothing to sneeze at. For AC, just AC. I'm not even talking about damage. God, can you imagine an extra 12 AC against Jesus. something? <laughs> even, just a, even just an extra D, an extra D6, like, let's say he rolled max on that die roll. That's an extra D6. If, even if you're a wizard, let's say you're a wizard and, you know, 13 AC plus 6, that's 19. That's almost better than a low-level... uh. Uh, cleric that's not trying to optimize their build would have like an 18 AC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So God, can you imagine extra 12 AC? Jesus. Cause I mean, <laughs> think about it. Even legendary armor only goes up to plus three. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> so having a plus six right out the gate, a potential plus six. Yeah. Right out the gate. Holy crap. <laughs> can you imagine like a cleric that's or like cool. with that? A cleric with like a shield and is an AC twenty plus a twelve. Does a third does a thirty-two hit? Yes. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does a twenty-seven hit? No. Oh, God fuck. <laughs> I have a Valor Bard. Um, but then at level six you just get an extra attack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, if, uh, you know, that, uh, that's a pretty standard for any like melee uh, fighting class. Right, and like I said, because you're going to be using dexterity as your main melee, you're you're going to be doing decent dexterity damage. You're not probably, yeah. you're probably not going to be doing as much as the rogue or a dex based fighter, but you'll still be doing decent. Yeah. Um, and then at level fourteen, you get battle magic. Well, let me yeah. try that again. At level fourteen, you get battle magic. Oh, battle magic! It's not as cool as it sounds. I don't think so. I mean, when you read when you when you see the words battle magic, you're imagining like, oh, some cool ass specific magic for like <laughs> damage dealing. But all it means is that you get to attack after you use, use a spell. You can do, you can do an attack as a bonus action. I think that. Oh, well, well hold on. <clears throat> it's going to be at level fourteen, so so your stats are going to be pumped up twice, actually three times, because four, eight, and twelve, you're going to get. Uh, extra stats. Yeah. So your charisma is probably, if if you've played an optimized build, your charisma is probably going to be capped, which means you're going to be putting more points in the dexterity. Yeah. So so if you're if you're going to be using like an offensive offensive spell like shatter, um, that so so you can hit a group of people, and then if there's someone right next to you that you couldn't hit, you'd get that extra bonus attack. So I mean that's like that. I don't know. I I, I think that's pretty good. It's cool. It's just not as badass as I thought it was going to be. It's not as awe-inspiring as the title said it was going to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this is this is literally the equivalent of looking at a Molly Hatchet album and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, this is going to be the most fucking awesome heavy metal. No, it's Southern Rock. Fuck, okay. 
<laughs> so, uh, and that's it for Bards. For the PHP, though. Craig plays out. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't have a Xanathar's Guide. I sold it. I sold it for my Warhammer 40k figures. <laughs> uh, you put the stutter set, the, the two miniatures that you have to build and paint? <laughs> no, it comes with 25. <laughs> so, little fun story. Got my, got my stimulus check in the other day. And as a joke, I showed Teresa the starter set that I showed you for Warhammer 40k. Yeah. She's like, you're not actually going to do that, are you? No, no, no. Andrew, listen to me. You need to use that money to help pay off bills and stuff like that. She got, she got like really serious. I'm like, baby, it was a joke. Calm down. I'm not actually. <laughs> you think I'm fucking crazy? I'm not going to. Like, I, I like to waste money. But $250 for freaking miniatures like that? For a starter set. For starters. It's not even like a full army. Like, yeah. if you go with that to the store, you'll get your butt handed to you, and then you want to buy more. And then no, you'll get get laughed at yeah so like if i if if the 250 will give me like a full army that i could actually play with yeah why not you know yeah and even then like that's still a lot of money but 250 for like half an army no no <laughs> that's why that's why i play dnd because by comparison it is so much cheaper that's that's yeah that's why i throw chris into it <laughs> Because I mean, because it's like, yeah, I do have a lot of the books, but really, I you only need three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rest, the rest, you can just kind of fine tune it and like jury rig it to 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 where it's your own thing. So the 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 rest, like Mordecai and Stone of Foes and stuff like that, that's just like for ideas. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a really cool book, but I mean, you really only need the main three, maybe Sanathars. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm talking. Jose, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm talking. Jose, where'd you go? Jose, I'm scared. I'm, I'm here. Jose, please don't let me again. <laughs> 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 so you did hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I was telling you I was there. <laughs> so- like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I know it'll race there. I'm all just burp really disgusting. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Andrew. So moving yeah. on to Xanathar. So moving on to Xanathars. One of the things we actually haven't talked about when it comes to Xanathars is like the little like personality trait things. Like, do you want to go over there? Or you just want to be like, ah, fuck it. Let's just go through the subclasses. Nah, let's, go, let's go through the classes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Fuck that shit. <laughs> okay. Music is stupid. Wait, I changed my mind. Music is fun. Play more music. No, I was right the first time. Music is stupid, but I won't. I won't. What? Name you after all. Name. What does that mean? That means like beat you up and tear you apart. Oh, okay. Like a a bear will maim you. Ooh, I learned a new word today. I won't maim you after all in case I change my mind again. (laughs) Oh, Sanny. That sounds like a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a 14-year-old that just discovered Queen, and, and, and he, thinks he, knows, he thinks he knows the end-all, be-all of music. Music, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I was that 14-year-old. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those. 
right. So that that single handedly made me not like Queen for a good long time. Not really? And by a good long time, I mean literally like a month ago when Teresa bought some Queen records. I'm like, no, oh, these are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I held on to that shit for like 12 years, man. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's, that's so good for your health. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> All right. So, Sanathar, we yes. get two new colleges. Yep. The College of Glamour. College of Swords and College of Whispers. Sorry. Whispers. College of Whispers. Shit too loud. It's a College of Whispers. The College of Whispers. It's just ASMR. So the uh, the College of Glamour <laughs> is actually a... Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to blow my nose ASMR style. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. No, I wouldn't do that. Fuck. <laughs> and, and, and do what? Scare off our only two listeners? Why would I yeah, do you, you know that Heather doesn't like ASMR? She doesn't? She always cringes whenever we start doing noises. Oh, I didn't know. I was joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So, College of Glamour. College of Glamour. So, do you want me to read the flavor text on this? Do it. Okay. The College of Glamour, I don't know why it's spelled with a U, it's spelled in that weird UK way. <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah, the wrong way, I was just about to say that. God, fucking gotta beat those Brits back one more time. Um, <laughs> American. Get all fucking uppity. Um, the College of Glamour is the home of bards who mastered their craft in the vibrant well, realm, realm, in the vibrant realm of the Feywild or under the tutelage of someone who dwelled there. Oh no. I just realized the joke that we made. <laughs> Tutored by, by satyrs, Aladrin, and other fae, these bards learn to use their magic to delight and captivate others. The bards of this college are regarded with a mixture of awe and fear. Their performances are the stuff of legend. These bards are so eloquent that a speech or song that one of them performs can cause captors to release the bard unharmed and can lull a furious dragon into complacency. The same magic that allows them to quell beasts' mind. Uh, well, sorry. The same magic that allows them to quell beasts can also bend minds. Villainous bards of this college can leech off a community for weeks, misusing their magic to turn their hosts into thralls. Heroic bards of this college intend to use this power to gladden the downtrodden and undermine oppressors. Okay, so, so is, I, this, is this like the pop, the pop music of of the bards? I was actually thinking either that or or. Or the guy that's doing a lot of psychedelics <laughs> and he has like a lot of groupies <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> oh man. All right. So what do we get at level three? Tell me. Level, okay. All right. Let's okay. Let's not riot here. Okay, we're but, already two hours and two hours and thirty minutes in. Are we really? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, we're not. We're only oh, okay. We're only one hour and 30 minutes. Oh, you're being such a baby. All right. (laughs) All right. So at level three, let me bring the market over here. At level three, you get the mantle of inspiration. When you join the College of Glamour at third level, you gain the ability to weave a a song of fey magic that imbues your allies with vigor and speed. As a bonus bonus action, you can expend one of your, your uses of bardic inspiration to grant yourself a wondrous appearance. When you do so, choose a number of creatures you can see and that can see within 60 feet and that's equal to your charisma modifier. Each of them gain five temporary hit points. When a Pretty creature useful. gains 
Yep. When a creature gains these temporary hit points, it can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. The number of temporary hit points increases to 8 at 5th level, 11th at 10th level, and 14th at, uh, at 15th level. So, very... So, um, so for a wizard, is like half his life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at 15th level, that extra 14 is half <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I you, just, you, you, just, you just got hit once. What? 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 <laughs> you hit a particularly sharp edge of the table, man. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm on a lot of blood thinners. <laughs> <laughs> it's reacting to my kumadin. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. So I, I would actually say the temporary hit points are handy. But the moving up to your speed without provoking opportunity attacks, to me, seems handier. Yes. No, I agree with that. Um, because, like, <laughs> no, cause like, five temporary hit points, it's... Uh, yeah, level I mean, three, I mean, it, it's fine. It helps, but it's not... Right. You know, like... It's, it's, but getting out of a really bad situation, especially your wizards and your squishy ones... It's you know, yeah. It's like, a, like you could even say like a regroup type situation. Yeah, it's funny because it says it. It's called the mantle of inspiration. When really it should have been called mantle of get the fuck out because that's what it <laughs> seems. Like. No, because really it's inspiring you to get the fuck out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm inspiring a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Such inspiration. Let me think about it. So you get so you get the extra hit points in case they like shoot at you while you're running away, and then right. your movement for your reaction does not provoke opportunity attacks. So you can, if your fighters or whatever are in the thick of it, they can get out and you know just bug out really easily without getting hit. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it, it says one thing, but I'm reading another. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe they had that name before, but they had to change it because it seemed to be a little bit too much of a wimp skill. Yeah, yeah, they were like, they were like, Jeff, we can't call it the mantle of cowardice. This is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> so, mantle this, inspiration, I guess. Fine, I'll call it the mantle of inspiration. <laughs> also, on level three, you get enthralling like performance. It was like four forty-five on a Friday. He wasn't gonna fight. <laughs> wanted to go home. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Fine, fine, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so enthralling performance. You get to shorten people. You get to what? You get to shorten people? Oh, I thought you said you get to shorten people. Like, how the hell? <laughs> You're short now. <laughs> I'm going to use my bardic magic to blow out their kneecaps. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's, that's a level three spell. Isn't that what Shatter does? <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> so what? So what exactly is enthralling performance, Jose? Well, you see, starting at level three, you can charge your performance with a seductive fate magic. See, I don't like the fact that it said seductive. <laughs> like, like I read that, I'm like. <sighs> No. <laughs> Andrew is very seductive. You had to use that word, wizards. <laughs> like that, that they, they knew word. what they knew what they were doing. These fuckers. <laughs> um. Anyways, but uh, the blah, blah, blah. any humanoid within sixty feet of you who watched or who watched and listened, by the way, um, all of it because it's one minute long. 
um, they have to make a wisdom saving throw and, and succeed on your DC, obviously, or be shown by you. How does like that I, work? Like, because you have to do it for one minute, dude. If you, Most, if you a lot of you, things can happen in one minute. Inspire one round. I, I think this would be a situation that's better outside of combat. Like you're like, it's an adventure where, you know, you have to like overthrow the mad King or some crap like that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh shit. This is the one that, uh, Heather used in the, right. in the water deep. Yeah. And we were like trying to buy time for her while she was performing and she had yeah. like a life going on and stuff like that. <laughs> there you go. I, yeah. It is useful outside of combat or before combat. Yeah, it's it, it, it. Yeah, if if you if that's literally your opening act, <laughs> but <laughs> you're if, good. If you do it in the midst of combat, like the combat's starting to wind down, and then you use this, probably not so much. Yeah. Um, I would see its full strength coming in really handy in like a role play thing, for sure. So, because I mean, in role play, a minute can be like okay, a minute passes. That's that's what a minute is. Whereas combat is like no, it's ten rounds. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a lot of that's a lot of rounds. To, I mean. It's it's dramatic if you use it in a combat scenario, but just kind of be aware that, hey, for the next 10 rounds, this is all you're doing. So for the next mm-hmm. 10 rounds, get ready to say, I'm going to keep using my enthralling performance. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then at level six, we get Mantle of Majesty. Well, hold on. Actually, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me reread the... Uh, the- yeah, at the end of the performance. Okay, I was just making sure it wasn't like within that one minute. No, 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 no. It's, with, yeah. it's after the whole thing. And they have to watch and listen to it. That is that is an investment. But it, yeah. could, it could pay off really well because they're all charmed, which means you'd be like, hey, go away. But first, tell me your secrets. <laughs> you yeah, know? that's kind true. So, yeah, you know, uh, heavy investment, but potentially heavy payoff. Yeah, sorry. Uh, mantle, mantle of Majesty. Uh, I wrote down, you cast command without using a spell slot. You cast command, and then you keep casting command. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, so it says, on 6th level, you gain the ability to cloak yourself on a tiny... Oh, I thought, for some reason, I've ever read tiny. You gain the ability to cloak yourself in a fey magic that makes others want to serve you. As a bonus action, you cast command without expending a spell slot, and you take on the appearance of an unearth of unearthly beauty for one minute or until your concentration ends. It's concentrating. Man, what's up? This, sorry, but this would have been very useful right after level six on uh, Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah, there, there there was a lot of things that could have been useful in Waterdeep oh that, that we didn't Stupid have. adventure. <laughs> I know, like who? Wizards, what are you doing to me, man? Wizard, you're going to get a fucking terse letter from me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing I will tell about that book is that it built up Waterdeep very well. That That's what makes me think that they're going to have to do and they're going to have to do another adventure in Waterdeep. Yeah, I mean, if they copy, I mean, they, like, like two thirds of that book. No, nah, I like, like one third of that book is all about Waterdeep. Right. So if you're so, running an adventure in Waterdeep, that's the book you need, even if you're not using the actual adventure, because like it's all there. That also might have been the reason why they did that too. So that way it's like, hey, here's a whole city. Like, knock yourself out. And because yeah. it's, a whole, it's a whole city, you can make your adventure as big or as small as you want it to be. Yeah, I guess. But I just wish they, they should have done like a, um, like, uh, Acquisitions Incorporated or Wildermount, when it's like, where it's like, they're just essentially like, hey, you know, this is Waterdeep handbook or whatever they want to call it. 
Um, right. And then they tell you everything about Waterdeep in the first two thirds of the book and then towards the back. It's like, oh, and here's that level one through five adventure that you can run. <laughs> that actually might have been a better way to package Waterdeep. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, like Dragonhead's like, oh, here's a little bonus. Like, it's not the whole campaign. This is not a whole adventure. It's just a little like, hey, you want to try Waterdeep? <laughs> I, I, I enjoy the living shit out of reading that book. Because I learned so much about Waterdeep. And now and and when when we were done playing Dragon Heist, I'm like, man, we probably like looked at point one percent. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, there, was, there was there was so much more because it's a city. It's a full yeah. blown, it's a full blown city, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no. It, and, and, and it's 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 a great resource for anyone that wants to make a homebrew adventure, but mm-hmm. they don't have they don't have the confidence or the ability to like create their own city. Just, just boom, just throw in water deep. It has everything there. So, yeah, you exactly. know, yeah. Call so. it, call it water shallow. I don't know. You don't even have to just, just say it's in water deep. And, but then, you know, just have like, you know, it, cause it's a city. <laughs> you could do anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like it does like, like you don't have to be affiliated with the Harpers or anything like that. Like you can just kind of do your own thing, you know? Yeah. But anyways, so, uh, enough of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to get on about Dragon Heist again. We're <laughs> for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> we don't have therapists, so this is how we get it out of our system. Yeah, you you are our therapist, actually. Can you imagine a fucking therapist having to listen to us go on about <laughs> what, like this is? They listen. They just have to listen to one episode of this podcast, and they'll just like the, these guys are just they need serious therapy. This is the fourth fucking session that they <laughs> talked about this goddamn RPG. Yeah, no, you know what? That actually sounds like you are um, withholding a lot of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you need to let the stuff out. <laughs> yeah. God, this job does not pay enough. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a goddamn game. It's not a game. Okay. <laughs> it's an experience. It's a way of life. <laughs> Damn it, Andrew. We're getting fucking out of level 14. Why don't we get level 14? <laughs> it's not a race. It's a creed. <laughs> we, ch- we, ch- we, we choose this. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> um, at level fourteen, you get unbreakable. You get unbreakable majesty, which means at fourteenth level, your appearance permanently gains an otherworldly aspect that makes you look more lovely and fierce, like uh-huh. Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the book, actually. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. It says, "It says and fierce." Dot dot dot, like Rihanna. <laughs> in addition, as a bonus action. <laughs> As a bonus action, you can assume a magically majestic presence for one minute or until you are incapacitated for the duration. Whenever a creature tries to attack you on the first time on a turn, the attacker must make a charisma saving throw against your spell save DC. On a failed save, it can't attack you on this turn. It must choose a new target for its attack or the attack is wasted. On a a successful save, it can attack you on its turn, but it has disadvantage on any saving throw it makes against your spells on your next turn. And then you get it back at the end of a long or short rest. Right. So, hey, I'm too pretty. You can't really touch me. And the fact that it makes it makes him roll a charisma saving throw. Last I checked, I mean, I, I don't remember a good amount of monsters or enemies having very good charisma. No. So, so it's it. 
to the best of my understanding, I could be wrong. I have not combed through all the monster manuals, so I I'm will recording. Be, I'm, I'm recording this bit for future I, reference. I will be fact checking myself in the future on this. Just like God, of course the the fucking Rust monster has like the 14 <laughs> charisma. Why didn't I think that? Um, so, to the best of my knowledge, it's they're probably going to fail. Because your spell, your spell save DC is going to be pretty high at fourteen, yeah. and and even if they do manage to to pass it, they still get disadvantage on saving throws. So That's it's really true. like, it's really like, I at that point I would rather fail the say. I mean, I would rather fail the the uh, the roll because that, because I that just means you know I don't get that one attack, right. Because I don't want to be opened up for any potential status effects that a bard's going to do against me, you know. So it's actually, weirdly enough, it's better to have them, like, like if someone's if someone is trying to attack you, I would actually kind of want them to like, like, uh, make their roll. You know, that's yeah. kind of weird now that I think about it. So. I mean, it's really like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But it's, you know, depending on how you play, it could really open up a lot of things. It can open up a real can of worms for the enemy. So this this college is essentially what, like a, a diversion? Diversion, charming, and yeah, actually it's more charming. Yeah. Um, a little bit of diversion, a lot. It, I mean, it, it, it says what it is on the 10. It's all about glamour, like, yeah. you know, flashiness, like, you know, big hair, big eighties arena rock hair, <laughs> you know, <laughs> onesie spandex, you know, think Motley crew. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, it, this is all about, you know, showmanship. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's the College of Glamour. Glamour. What's up? You kind of cut out there. Oh, so, so, so that's the College of Glamour. Yep. Glamour. Yep. And then we get into the College of Swords. Whoa. Do we get all the swords? No. No. Jose, do you want to read that flavor text from me, man? <sighs> Fine. Jose, I believe in you. Okay. It's like, it's like English class. You're putting me on the spot. I don't like it. Jose, do you want to... Do you want to read the the flavor text in song? Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Do it. What the fuck? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Bars of the College of Swords are called Blade. <laughs> fuck, he called my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, give me a beat. Okay, now. Okay, fine. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. You ready? Yes. Bars of the College of Swords are called Blades. They entertain through daring feats of weapon prowess. Blaze performs stunts such as sword swallowing. Uh, of course, <laughs> I didn't remember the text until now. <laughs> knife throwing and juggling, and muck and muck combats. Though they use their weapons to entertain, they are also highly trained and skilled warriors in their own right. Their talent with weapons inspire many blades to lead double to lead double lives. One blade might use a circus trope um, trope, as cover for nefarious deeds such as an assassination, robbery, or blackmail, and blackmail. 
Other blades strike at the wicked, bringing justice to bear against the cruel and powerful. Ooh, lost my space. Most tropes are happy to accept a blade's talent for the excitement. Excitement it adds to the performance, but few entertained entertainers fully trust a blade in their ranks. Blades who abandon their lives as entertainers have often run into trouble that make maintaining their secret activities impossible. A blade caught stealing or engaging in vigilante justice is too great a liability. For most tropes, with their weapons, for most tropes, with their weapons, skills, and magic, these blades either take up work as enforcers for thieves, for thief skills, or strike out in their own as adventurers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it, it says right there, it's like a circus performer. Like, you yeah. know, you're, you're entertaining, but you're also incredibly lethal while you're at it. Yeah, I dig <laughs> so, it. I, I, I can see this being a very good counterpart, or like, you know, kind of like a buddy to like the rogue. I like, you know? I, like uh, I like how they're called blades. Yeah, I'm a blade. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> it, it means it means I hunt vampires, but I'm also half vampire. <laughs> and that means and that means every time I kill somebody, I have to say some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> Which apparently that line was that line was ad libbed. Anyways, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the director heard Wesley Snipes say it during a conversation one time. He's like, "Oh, that's." fucking awesome i'm gonna include that in the script and wesley snipes like why it doesn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> anyway it sounds cool man yeah exactly it, it, it was 100 because it sounded cool okay so at level three you get bonus proficiency which means you get proficiency with medium armor and a scimitar why a scimitar that's a scimitar you can't swallow that's- a scimitar i mean you could but you can only do it once <laughs> <laughs> Um, if, if you if you're proficient with a simple or martial melee weapon, you can use that as a spell casting focus for your spells. Cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, spell casting focus is like to me, it's kind of like just flavor. So yeah. it's like, hey, as long as it wasn't stolen in the middle of the night or some crap like that, eh, whatever. Yeah, it is really weird. It's like the College of Swords. You get one sword. <laughs> <laughs> let me let, let me erase the S at the end of that. Yeah, the College of Sword. <laughs> <laughs> One sword? Yes. It's, it's one. It was actually like the College of Swords that are just scimitars, but someone like etched <laughs> out the last part. <laughs> so, because it was like it was so, so it can fit in the paperwork. Yeah, it was it was too much and they were like, you know, it costs like per letter. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, then also also at level three you get to pick from two fighting styles, dueling mm-hmm. and two weapon fighting. Right. So dueling, uh, if you if you have one uh, one weapon in one hand and no other weapon, you gain a plus two to damage rolls. And then two weapon fighting, you just you add your proficiency modifier to the damage of the second attack. Right. Um, so I mean, you get to stab things. You 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 get a little bit of fighter in you. Right, but I was thinking I would personally probably pick dueling. Dueling so, seems better to me. Yeah, because I mean that extra plus two to your damage rolls that you're already going to be doing probably per- pretty decent damage because it's going to be dex based anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would probably pick dueling. Two, two weapon fighting seems cool, but I don't know. Uh, just dueling for me. So, and then also <laughs> at level three. Oh, what? No, no, go ahead. Okay, so then also at level three you get blade flourish. 
flourish. At third level, you learn the you learn to perform impressive displays of martial prowess and speed. Whenever you take the okay, thanks, Owen Wilson. I didn't I didn't realize you were going to be the. He's been he's been listening the whole time. Wow. He's just sitting there listening to us talk. Owen Wilson, are you mind player? <laughs> wow. wow. These guys didn't need it half their session. Wow. <laughs> I swear to God, man. That's that yeah. fucking hot mess for a moment. <laughs> I'm kind of happy that, it, that we were half, that we beat it for half of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, Anyways. Like, what, what else was it going to be? Like you cooking plantains in the background? <laughs> like, uh, Today, cooking with Vesemir. <laughs> <laughs> On today's session of, of Curse of Strahd, Jose's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Next, next session will be a lot better. Uh, for our listeners that don't know what happened, we were streaming <laughs> uh, last week's episode or this week's episode. Uh, of course, just draw it. and a lot of things happened, and I I stepped off for a bit. Whatever, we're halfway through the session, doing all these things, and then somebody, because of course, there's never really anybody watching, but the one time that somebody was actually watching, their comment, their first comment on the chat box was, and their only comment, <laughs> yeah, was, "You guys are muted," and then they left. <laughs> It was a three-hour session, like one hour and, and like fifty minutes, and, and and thirty minutes in, and we were muted the whole time. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> we we appreciate it, but <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. But really, you you're not gonna salvage anything from that anyway. So it, even if it was unmuted, it's whatever. <laughs> Anyways, back. To- Back to Blade <laughs> Flourish. Wow. Um, stop. <laughs> Whenever you take the attack action on your turn, your walking speed increases by 10. Cool. And if, and, and if a weapon attack that you make as part of this action hits a creature, you can use one of the following Blade Flourishes. You can use only one Blade Flourish per option. Or per option per turn. Sorry, my bad. I read that word. So you get uh, the first one it says is the Defensive Flourish. Wow. <sighs> You use one of your bardic inspirations to cause the weapon to deal uh, extra damage to the target you hit. The damage equals the number you roll on the bardic inspiration die. You also add the number rolled to your AC until the start of your next turn. Wow. Uh, then the next one is Slashing Flourish. I knew you were going to fucking do that. <laughs> slashing <laughs> Flourish. You expend one use of your bardic inspiration to cause the, the weapon to deal extra damage to the target you hit and to any other creature. What? What's so funny? What? <laughs> What's so funny, Jose? I wasn't laughing. Jose? I'm here. I wasn't laughing. You were laughing at something. <laughs> no, I wasn't. There's probably Kristen in the background. Okay. Or the demon <laughs> in your room. I don't know. <sighs> or or Owen Wilson in, in the vents. <laughs> 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 you hear that? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Just, wow. 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 wow, wow. <laughs> God damn it. I got to call the exterminator again. <laughs> Get out of there, Owen Wilson. <laughs> gotta call, I got to call Vince Vaughn to lure him out. 
<laughs> it's the only way, man. It's really it's the most effective way. He's not doing anything important. It's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little it's a little bit more expensive, but but I guess it drops out. It's it's actually probably cheaper. <laughs> Vince Vaughn will do anything for a paycheck. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, God, so- okay, so slashing floor. <laughs> <laughs> you you add your bardic inspiration die to any uh to the damage you deal to one target and to any other creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of you. Okay. And then the last one is mobile flourish. You don't <laughs> you can expend one use of wow. your bardic son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't fucking do this. <laughs> okay. Finish it. Okay, start over from, from mobile flourish. Okay, mobile. Now, if I say it, are you gonna? Are you gonna like? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, all right. Mobile flourish. You can expend one use of your bardic inspiration to cause the weapon to deal extra damage to the target you hit. Yeah. The damage. <laughs> The damage equals the number you roll in the bardic inspiration die. You can also push the target up to five feet away from you, plus a number of feet equal to the number you rolled in that die. Wow. You can then immediately, you can then immediately use your reaction to move up to your walking speed to an unoccupied space within five feet of that target. Wow! <sighs> this is, I can't have nice things. <laughs> this is- I am going to make the most game-breaking character I can for <laughs> Can you make a, can you make a part that is just Owen Wilson Owen going? Wilson. Wow. <laughs> He's just a guy. It's yeah. just a, it, it's just Owen Wilson in a button-down like long sleeve shirt and pants, and his spells just going. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> when the when the fighter's like, I'm gonna attack the dragon, and he says, Wow. Oh, you got you got bardic inspiration. Now. You get an extra plus D six. You may you impressed Owen Wilson. <laughs> it doesn't take much, but but he's there. Have you seen that video of someone replacing all the lightsaber noises with Owen yep. Wilson? It's the best. Oh, Owen Wilson, you're awful. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, uh, level level six, you get an extra attack. Woohoo! Yeah, that's it. Whoops. Okay, and then and then at level fourteen, you get the master's flourish, uh, which means whenever you use a blade flourish, you can roll a d six and use and use that instead of expending a bardic inspiration die. Okay. So is that so? Is that unlimited? It doesn't say. Hold on, let me read that again because you know it devils in the details. Starting at level 14, whenever you use a blade flourish option, you can roll a d6 and use it to... Uh, yeah, doesn't say long rest or anything. That's it. Yeah, but hold on. Yep, you just get a free d6 now. Because a blade flourish is just whenever you use an attack, and the master's flourish is just whenever you use a blade flourish. So... Wow. <sighs> <laughs> I would say I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is good. This, we will never get to number one in our list this way. No, we are never going to get to number one. Anyways, now to the last college, the College of Whispers. The College of Whispers. Wow. You, you have to whisper. God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to whisper the whole time. 
Okay. Can we do that? Can we? Wow. Most folks are happy to welcome a bard into their midst. Bards of the College of Whispers use this to their advantage. They appear to be like other bards, sharing news, singing songs. Okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> singing songs and telling tales to the audience. Is no, 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 start all over again. <laughs> are you going to keep that, though? Maybe. I don't know. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if it doesn't make my skin crawl, I might keep that. All right, College of Whispers. College? No. Most folks are happy to welcome a bard to their midst. Bards of the College of Whispers use this to their advantage. They appear to be like other bards, sharing news, singing songs, and telling tales to the audience they gather. In truth, the College of Whispers teaches its students that they are wolves among sheep. These bards use their knowledge and magic to uncover secrets and turn them against others through extortions and threat. Many other bards hate the College of Whispers, viewing it as a parasite that uses the bard's reputation to acquire wealth and power. For this reason, members of this college rarely reveal their true nature. They typically claim to follow some other college, or they keep their actual calling secret their actual calling secret in order to infiltrate and exploit royal courts and other settings of power. Wow, what a bunch of putos. <laughs> it's it's a bard college so bad that not even other college not even <laughs> other bards are like, ew. <laughs> like, it's Hillsborough Community College. Oh, <laughs> Say, where, where, this, where did you go? This is night school. <laughs> <laughs> the college of night school. Night, night school. Oh, Bar, bards. Nights. <laughs> At night. Night. Right, In the morning. So, nights. So so what do we get? Level three, psychic damage. I mean, psychic blade. Psychic blades. Yeah. When you join the College of Whispers at third level, and it says you join the College of Whispers. I kind of get the feeling that the College of Whispers makes you join. <laughs> <laughs> after a good uh, initiation fight. Yeah. After a good initiation, getting the shit kicked out. <laughs> you become part of the College of Whispers. <laughs> This is that college that actually believes in like satanic worship. And like <laughs> they have alternative things to uh, teach. <laughs> they 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 specialize in uh, spiritual medicine, <laughs> essential, essential oils, and all that yeah. crystals. <laughs> yeah, Spir- uh, spiritual uh, medicine, uh, eat. Uh, Eastern uh, health and uh, like bookkeeping. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Level three, psychic blades. When you quote unquote join the College of Whispers at third level, you gain the ability to make your weapons attack magically toxic to the creature's mind. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend one use of your bardic inspiration to deal an extra 2d6 psychic damage. 2d6 is a lot of damage, man. Especially at level three. And it's, yeah. psychic, and it's psychic damage. So Not a lot of people have resistance to that. I've... Yeah, you know, now that I think about it. Because I read the 2d6 and I'm like, that's, that can't be right. Nope. It is 2d6, man. However... Even, even all the way to level 6, 2d6 is still like... A good well, chunk. Well, hold on, because it gets better. The psychic damage increases when you reach certain levels in this class. Increasing the 3d6 at 5th. 5d6 at 10th and 8d6 at 15th. Holy hell. Yeah. And again, Ay, Dios mio. and again, psychic damage. I don't, yeah. you know what? I'm actually really curious as who has resistance to psychic damage. Cause I know, I know there's a class in everyone that has resistance to psychic damage, right? Your mom. 
Oh shit! <laughs> Fucking <laughs> got him! Vicious mockery! <laughs> Vicious mockery! <laughs> I did it, mom! <laughs> I did it! <laughs> Are you proud of me? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I cast vicious mockery on myself. <laughs> right. ooh, ooh, the rare, the rare self burn. <laughs> and, all right. Uh, also, at level three, you get words of terror. Uh, you get to frighten a creature, but have to talk to it for one minute. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so hold on, real quick. Mind flayers are resistant to psychic damage. And beholders are resistance to psychic damage. Okay, you're not gonna be facing a mind flayer or a beholder at level three. Well, I I know, but still, well, it's also kind of implied if you're fighting a mind flayer and you're trying to use psychic damage, that's like stop. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Like you're not gonna beat them at their own game. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah, words of terror. At third level, you learned a few level. You already read that, didn't you? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> See, I don't read from the book. I take my notes. Oh, Andrew. Well, you, well I, Andrew. Read from, I read from See, the book. See, that is a burn. You might be misinterpreting things because you don't know how to read. You're right. <laughs> I know Kristen reads for you. <laughs> she does. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, while you're, like, running a campaign, she's, like, whispering it into your Alright, so what so so what exactly are words of terror? It is words that make you very scared. Um you get so you have to talk to a person or you have to go talk to a creature for one minute. Okay. And then they just become uh they, they become frightened from of you. Um But my thing is that you it's one minute, man. Hmm. And they also I, have to like they also have to like succeed on a DC uh, saving throw. I think it's wisdom. Yeah, wisdom saving throw. Well, hold on. Let's see exactly what the frightened status does. Because it makes you you cannot get closer to the to the creature. Um, I think that's it. Frightened a a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't can't willingly can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So I can see this being really useful in like a role playing setting where you know you're just like using your words of terror and like for a minute you just like start you know because it says it says you attempt to seed paranoia in its mind. So it's not like right, right out the gate you're saying like creepy shit. Like you kind of like. It's normal conversation, and then you slowly start ramping it up, and then the guy's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it, I mean, it's just, it's just essential. It's literally the exact opposite of what's it, the enthralling performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the College of Glamour. So, I mean, it, you know, yeah, enthralling performance. Wow, actually, I, I remember that correctly. I just imagine this as uh, the guy just starts reading uh, some H.P. Lovecraft to, uh, to the creature. Or starts. <sighs> what's it? Like starts playing like a song that's like kind of normal, and then like you're like, oh, this is a nice song, and then like, and then you actually listen to the lyrics, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he starts playing pumped up kicks. Oh god! <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is. Oh no! Oh wait! <laughs> oh. All right, um, but yeah, so the words of terror, cool. Uh, and again, it's it's like that earlier one that we saw. What was it? What's it called? Enthralling uh, performance. Their performance. Yeah. Cool. Um, maybe, maybe not as useful as enthralling performance because this is just for one person, right? Yeah, 
And also, yeah. it's it's Frying works really well in battle. So, like, what like, are you gonna like do this before battle? You, you could probably start off the battle with this for one minute. But how? Like, well, whatever. The, the point is, it's 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 gonna be tricky to use. Well, it's, I mean, I mean, what what you could do is that you could have like soft initiative kind of a thing, mm. you know, where it's like where you know it it's like the pre-battle. Too much what? work. It sucks. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to find a way to justify it. Like, yeah, I, where's the enthralling performance? <laughs> like everybody gets charmed by it and this one person gets frightened by it. So, right. so if you are going to use this, you're probably going to want to target the guy that's in charge, you yeah. know? So unless you have like a specific target in mind, but even then, you know, it, I, I don't see this having much, better payoff than enthralling performance so because at least with enthralling if in, with enthralling performance if you charm everybody like the fight's kind of over you just tell them to go home but if you frighten somebody that's different so right. that could have different ramifications so we have a skill that is not so useful but then we well not like that it's not useful but it's not like as enticing on other skills, but then they had a level six. We get mantle of whispers, Ooh, and I love the I love the flavor on this one. The mantle of whispers. Do you want Do you want to read Do you want to read it or do you want me to read? Oh, well, hold, on. hold on, I'm dying. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. Oh my God, are you done? No. Someone cast words of terror on me. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, when somebody dies within thirty feet of you, you get to steal their fucking shadow. That 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 tells me Oh no. Actually hold on. So so that tells me immediately that when you see someone die in front of you, you're like, that's fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a side story to that. I don't know if you want to hear the context, but that's all right. <laughs> um and then you can use the shadow as an action. Um to transform yourself into that person. Or disguise yourself into that person. That is, you now, yeah. look, you now look like the dead person. You now look like the dead person, but healthy and alive. <laughs> yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's more. Okay. While you're in disguise, you gain access to all the information that the humanoid would freely share with a casual acquaintance. Such as information, such information includes general details on his background, a person alive, but doesn't include secrets. So there's that. But still, this is the, informa- the, the information is enough that you can pass yourself as that person by drawing on its memories. Another creature can see through this. Another creature can see through this disguise by succeeding on a wisdom insight check contested by your charisma deception check. You gain a plus five bonus to your check. Yeah, this is fucking evil. Yeah, <laughs> I right. Think, I think this is legitimately the most evil thing I've read. Like in five E, that's fucking dark, dude. I love it. <laughs> like, like, kill them, take their skin. <laughs> like, be not even their. If it was a skin, it would be like gruesome and gross. But the fucking shadow, its essence, its memories. Yeah, it's who it was. And yeah, who, yeah, like that's. <sighs> yeah, right. It's like an evil Peter Pan. Yeah, like God, that's. 
Man, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast drew this from a fucking dark place, man. Like, <laughs> Somebody had a nightmare the night before when it <laughs> like the like the editors like Peter, where what's going on? Man? <laughs> no 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 we're 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 keeping it in but you you, you want to talk are you okay <laughs> yeah dude are are you seeing someone you might want to fucking <laughs> yeah exactly because i'm getting a lot of fucking red flags from this one <laughs> <laughs> should i call hr are you are you, <laughs> are you okay like you, you need some base off like what's happening yeah talk to like, me like, like dude man take take a couple of weeks off man. Oh, hold on like uh, let me see when when was this book release oh why what does that have to do with it? Uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. That means okay. that they were they were writing it in two thousand sixteen. What happened in two thousand sixteen? I'm not gonna get into politics, but that happened. Oh no! <laughs> this dude just had a breakdown. <laughs> this guy's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Really? You don't think you don't think that? No, 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 do I don't you? think so. I'm just no, 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 no. It's just I, I like to connect just, everything bad I, that happens in life to that to, to 2016. I think I think what what they did with the College of Whispers was that they were like, okay, every every college is like its own genre, you know. <laughs> like glamour is pop, sword is like I don't know. I don't know what the fuck circus music would be, <laughs> but then like whispers is like black metal, like the most evil fucking genre you could think of, you know, like, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is never mind. We're not getting out of black metal. We don't have time for that. <laughs> oh, man. I could go on. We don't have time for this. <laughs> so yeah, I just, God, they really like, I don't even want to read Shadow Lore because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Lore, Shadow Lore is a little less dark, um, but it's like that's like even even like the darker quote unquote darker subclasses that are in Xanathar's. You can kind of justify a good aligned character, you know, like a Shadow Sorcerer. Okay, right. you know they had a bad run in with someone from the from the. Uh, shadow fell or something like that so they say so they got shadow magic you're like maybe they don't want it what have you you know or like some some of the later paladin subclasses you can kind of justify that as well but this is like pure fucking evil well (laughs) shadow lore is along the same lines because it's it doesn't steal anybody's shadows but it sends a whisper to the creature within 30 feet of you that can hear you and Uh shares your language of course then if the creature fails the, the saving throw, it is charmed for for the next eight hours or until you dispel it or whatever. Uh, but why, but the, the, why I like it is because I like the flavor behind it because the creature, to anybody else, the whisper sounded like nonsense. But to that creature, it interprets the whisper as the description as a description of its most mortifying secret. What the fuck? So the creature is charm and obeys your command for fear that you will reveal its secret. Oh, holy shit. It won't <laughs> risk its life for you or fight for you unless it was already inclined to do so at all. Um, but yeah. How fucking like dark is that? That is... This... That sounds like... 
College of Whispers is so far taking the crown for the meanest <laughs> subclass. It is mean. There you go. Mean. It's not even like like scary. It's mean. Well, I don't know. Th- that's pretty scary. Like like it, inadvertently digging into someone's mind and making them think that you know their deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. You know? Like that God, this I you can't make you can't make a good aligned character with College of Whispers. I, you can't even make a neutral aligned character like this. Is, <laughs> like 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 if you're doing College of Whispers, you're you're evil. Yeah, because like, I mean, two two of the main actions that you have are pretty evil. You can't really like even for a bad guy. You're like, well, man, like that's too far, dude. Because <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like psychic blades. Okay, you do extra psychic damage. Woohoo! Right, but, right, right. But, but like literally everything else is like you're you're using your words to go in and like scramble that dude's brains or you're, you're, you're disguising yourself as that person after you seal their shadow, when you watch them die, <laughs> like this is, this is evil. This is the, this is the definition of evil. <laughs> Maybe my dad was right. Maybe I shouldn't play this game. <laughs> Andrew, uh, we're part of the satanic uh, church now. Oh no! <laughs> no! Wow. No! Please, please, God, help me! Wow! <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all the colleges, Andrew. I like how they ended off with the College of Whispers. Like, oh, here, you know, start off with the College of Glamour. It's all nice, and and then and then we start off like like with the worst fucking subclass. And I, and I don't mean like in terms of utility because some of this stuff, stuff is actually pretty handy. But it's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like. Like if someone, okay, this might sound wrong. If someone plays the College of Whispers, I'm judging them. <laughs> like, like I'm like, okay, why did you do that? <laughs> you know, like, I'm not sure if I want to be your friend. Yeah, we need to like, <laughs> like if someone does that, I'm like, hey, Jose, can we talk about something real quick, man? <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need we need to pull this person aside. We can't. <laughs> yeah, you might you might want to talk to them about something. I just I just 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 hear me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. But yes, that is totally not at all what I thought it was going to oh, be. Of whispers. <laughs> Yeah, when it says College of Whispers, I thought it was just gonna be like stealth. No, dude. <laughs> like, like, I, I was I was not expecting it to be like fucking Grima worm tongue whispering into your ear and we and weaving a spell that's gonna like turn your egg like turn your brains into scrambled eggs. Mm, you're this, welcome. You're right. This would totally work in a Lovecraftian setting. Oh yeah. Cause I mean think about it, just a person says something and you in your mind fucking breaks. Yeah. You know? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I dig it. I mean, for me, it's still all of these. They still it it's it made the bar a little bit better, but it still hasn't changed its place on my list. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's just it's just it's just not my 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 cup of cake. <laughs> I was gonna say your cup your cupcake. It's not it's not. Hmm? <laughs> I mean I mean you could have a cup of cake. They do have <laughs> those microwavable brownies and a mug. Yeah, exactly. So. So yeah, or you know they they have like those pancakes in a cup. So that's technically a cake. It's it's in the title. 
Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. They're not that great, but you know what? They're it's good for a quick, easy breakfast. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, I, now I can't even think of the actual <laughs> my cup of coffee. Is that what it is? Cup of tea. <laughs> my cup of tea. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little delirious right now. <laughs> someone, some someone whispered secrets into you. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen have you seen the movie uh what's it what's the name of that movie it's a horror movie Ouija like the Ouija uh, the, movie? New, the, new, the new one well uh, by new one I mean like the one that came out in the two thousands yeah like recently like yeah no, I I know which one you're talking about but I haven't seen that it. that reminds me a lot of the College of Whispers because there's a scene where like. Where like someone that's possessed is like whispering like dark secrets into someone's ear and shit like that's actually really fucking creepy. It's a terrible movie, but that one particular scene is pretty creepy. Mm. <laughs> so I may watch it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well. All right. Now we are two hours in, Andrew. We did it. I'm, a, I'm actually fucking shook by that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me, that makes me really uncomfortable. I think that, if I had to pick, if I, I think if I had to pick one to play, actually, I think I would, I would like to give the whispers a run. <laughs> yeah, if it was if to be honest, to like perfectly honest, if I was at like an Adventurers League or something like that, or playing with a brand new group and I never played with someone before, and someone picked College of Whispers, I would be very, very <laughs> wary of them. <laughs> like, you'll sit a couple of chairs away from so, them. Yeah, just like okay, I'm keeping an eye on this bitch. <laughs> like he, he's up, he, he's up to something fucky. I don't know about him. Yeah, right. Personally, I would probably go with College of Lore, or maybe College of Valor, depending. Mm, I see that because like the none of none of the Xanathar ones are really like like calling out to me. Like College of Glamour is okay. The College of Call. Uh, I I would probably say College of. I would probably say College of Glamour, then College of Whispers, then College of Swords. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I can agree with that. Yeah, but but Lore and Valor are kind of like in the same place for me. So, and those, those are the one in the PHP? Yeah. So. Mm. Wow, you're such a basic. I'm sorry. I just, they, they, they work, you know, it's, I mean, I mean, when, when you're talking about a class that's pure utility, have more utilities. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. for sure. So, well, I think that is everything we have for you guys today. God, what, uh, a, what a sour note to end it on. Andrew's going to have some nightmares tonight. Uh, and I hope you guys have. Um, thank you for joining us and um, listening to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitch. We play uh, Wednesdays. Uh, we're playing Curse of Strahd. Sometimes we have audio. Um, we, we are supposedly playing Curse of Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're nearing the end so it's a lot of fun um, our episodes are now coming uh, bi-weekly back to that same original schedule that um, you know and love yes that you know and love um, and we're, you can find us in any streaming um, network out there uh, for podcast so yeah. thank you for joining us you have you guys have a great rest of your week stay safe I know a lot of states out there are starting to open um, oh, God, don't fucking go to any parks. God, like seriously. Stay safe. Be conscious. We want our economy to get better, but don't sacrifice your life for it. 
or anybody's don't, life. Yeah, don't fucking die for it, man. It's yeah. Not, <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, you know, I miss movie theaters and bars and stuff as much as the next guy, but, you know, I'm I not going to... I got really bad, trust me. Uh, you know what? You, you can fucking live with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Um, but on that note, keep on playing. Uh, except for Wednesdays because we need Roll20 to work properly. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, now Roll20 is not the problem now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But you guys have a, re- a great rest of your week. Uh, thank you for joining us and uh, keep on playing. You guys have a good night. Bye. Wow, that took forever, Andrew. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. You left me hanging like that. I'm sorry.